Are we live-ish? I believe. Alright, cool. Let me drop my phone again. Zoom's good, too. Do you want your video or no? Nah. Alright, cool. <laughs> Alright, let's do... What do I have saved here? Okay. What's up? We do another one quickly. This is... Uh, sorry about the other day. Yeah. Also, All right. I wonder if I can have drinks on YouTube if I just don't say who it is. I think that's fine. It's apple juice. Excellent apple juice. It's apple juice. Um, let's see. So we wanted to continue basically some stuff we had on the last recording that we didn't get to. Um, I don't know if anything particular you wanted to start off with. Um, I have some news I, I was taking a look at that I wanted to go over because there was some cool stuff. Yeah, let's do. Uh, let's let's get right into the news. Wait, wait, theme song noise. Oh, for which the the uh, podcast or for the news section? For I guess segment? podcast, right? Oh, wait, no, we'll just skip that and we'll just do the news section. Okay. News noises. Breaking news. Okay. I think you were the one that actually showed me this at one point too. By the way. Which one? What are we talking about? Uh, the Fairlight. Is it the Fair... Uh, how do you pronounce it? Farin 2.0. Um, I don't know that I showed you this particular one. I think I I think we have talked about Fairlight before. I think so. But did you see this thing then? Yeah. It's it's pretty cool. I'm looking at all of their bikes now. Do you see the customization options? Like you can literally yeah. go down the list. And uh, based on basically all your little weird proclivities, you can custom make... Basically, the bike of the frames that ships to you. It's kind of sweet. So I'd like to bring your attention then. I don't know if I've... Yeah, you've got all these parts options. You can get some bottle cages. Um, you can get front and rear dynamo lights. Oh, lights. That's like a... It's basically like a, it charges as you ride, right? Well, it, it doesn't charge. It just Powers runs. it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... If you want to see custom, right? So this this bike is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna post a little uh, a little website for you. Bring it on. Down there. Give me a second here. Ooh, that thing looks uh, amazing in orange. Yeah, I like that orange color. Ooh. The green one is okay. All right, ready? Here it is. What do you got? Oh, I don't know if you've they're seen so, that. They're so gonna get sued by Marin. Merino bikes? No, I don't. I don't. I think they've <laughs> been around longer than Marin, maybe. <laughs> Merino, Dan Merino bikes. So just choose. Go to frames and choose, like, for instance, a hardtail mountain bike frame, and then look at the look at the options on there. We like that color. Just scroll down. Read off some of those options there. Oh, give me that purple. Um, obviously 29er, but you can pick between 24, 26, 27, 5, or 29. Yep. That's kind of wild. All right, so it's TIG welded hardtail frame. So is this steel or TI then? Um, I think they do steel. Um, that was the frame uh, Yeah, custom? I don't think they do titanium. How, how do they allow for up from a 2.3 to a fat bike? It must be a widened rear chain stay or something, right? Yeah. But just just keep scrolling down. You can choose your fork axle to crown, your seat tube angle. Fork, ATC. Your head tube length. 44, 41. 
your seat tube length, your bottom bracket drop, your chainstay length, your head tube angle, your reach, your bottom bracket offset. Head tube type length. Let's see. Um, seat tube length. I don't know. Give me one. Uh, 26. Cool. BB drop, <laughs> uh, 10. Chainstay length, 420. <laughs> head tube angle. I don't know. 64. Can you, you can make it slack? Yeah, you can make it as slack as you want. All right, so we're going to go to like what? 64 and a half? 35. 30, oh my god. So you basically want a sled. Reach. Yes. We'll do 480 reach. BB offset. This is crazy. Um, yeah. What, what should we do for BB offset? Uh. No idea. Um, random number. 31.6. Yes, C2 Apollo. Gus, it's type 1. I don't know what that means. Well, scroll down. They have a little um, a little diagram of what, what gussets are going to be. Interesting. Oh, definitely type 2, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I'm right on that one, obviously. <laughs> but I think type B for the head tube gusset looks pretty cool. Yeah, I'll take that. Although <laughs> it's going to be weird to clean in there sometimes. Nah, it won't be if it's like not like a tiny thing. Type B. Bottom bracket, uh, 73 BSA. No, no press fit. Give me the fuck out of here. 30, 34 brake mounts, post mounts. Dropouts, fixed through axle CNC. Sliding. Should I do sliding? Yeah. So you can run it single speed. 40 bucks. Dropout size, 148, 12 boost. Internal cable routing. All. Every single fucking one. CNC logo. Can I get my own shit? Integrated uh, headset. Sure. Three derailleur hangers it comes with. This might be the best thing ever. Which uh, Reynolds 520, Reynolds 725, or 4130 Chrome Molly. Wow, the options for this are insane. Yeah, and then look at the price. Yeah, why is it still so cheap? 500 bucks? Right? How are they making money off this? I don't know. <laughs> right? But why it's an you, awesome little... Uh, why didn't you show me this before I bought a gravel bike from England? There's one here that I can get. Uh, whoops. <laughs> Come on, man. And you could have eh. painted it. Ooh, Ooh. it kind of looks sick in bare frame. We still could. We could get We could get one. 285. This is cheap we gotta, as hell. We got to make the lift ticket first, and then we can make this the... the lift talket? The gravel, the gravel ticket. Lift, I don't know. Lift talket? The lift talket. Three point. We can do three point clearance. Basically, make a gorilla monsoon. Yeah, dude. Interesting. Although there's one at at, at Spark sitting there, begging to be bought the green one. Wow, I. That's mind blowing. The amount of options you get for that. I mean, I thought this was a lot. That's next level. Yeah. it's all custom. Yeah, this is. Huh? It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Mountain bike frames to anyway. bike. Anyway, anyway, sorry, sorry. Enough shopping. Back to news. Back to news. Uh, so so that, yes, that's just our, a cool that bike. That Fairlight is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that's more gravel talk. That's the the Farin two. I actually am really I like this other one that you linked here. 
um because i've been waiting for this for a while um Ooh, what are you talking about your your little uh mullet uh oh you like that all right yeah. so another thing in news is a diy mullet 12 speed kit basically converts the SRAM mechanical shifter to use 12 speed derailers it's got like a little so like a road a road shifter yeah a brifter sorry um, I mean, that's basically what it's commonly called, right? Yeah, Yeah, I guess. But you can see, I don't know if you can see this, they have a little, like, how do I share my screen with you? It's like a little ratchet kind of thing. And it basically adds a cog to that gear yeah. in there, basically. They said it's actually recommended for, like, somebody who's more bike mechanically inclined, apparently. Because um, there's a multiple stage steps that looks like it's on YouTube videos. But they said it's, if you've done... Built a bike before, this should be like basically well within your capabilities here, I think. Yeah, basically it's taking the the gravel builds to the next level because for a while it's been that the only the only real feasible way to make a reliable drivetrain with a um, drop bar lever in the front and a mountain bike range in the back is to do electronic drivetrain really. Um, Cause those you can mix and match between like mountain bike derailers and drop bar shifters um, or like the rotor uno stuff does it. Um, and this is bridges but the gap this between that. Stuff exactly. Bring, brings it down to the, down to the masses, which is cool. They should sell and a lot only of these like, kits, I think then. Yeah. What's the kit? It's 50, yeah, uh, Monopoly bucks. monies. 50L. 50Ls. How much is 50Ls in American money? <laughs> 50Ls. Get, nope, not 50 cent. To USD. Should be like 60. $65.12 USD. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not. That's pretty decent price. It's a company called Ratio. Money. What else do they make? They must have make like other... Oh, nope, that's just a click on the photo. Sorry. Um, ratio. They've got to have other stuff out there for this kind of kind of thing, right? Let me see. Ratio bike. Load the website. Oh, they have a... Am I looking at the right website? This doesn't look right. No. I, what is this? <laughs> Oh, what did you type in? Oh, God. I don't know what this is. This is not right. I'm a, don't look up ratio cycling. That I think is ratio a scam. road components. Ratio road components. Yeah, is where, that what it's called? How the heck does this play company not have a website that you can easily just type in? Where is this place? Are you on their website? Did you find their website yet? No. Ratio. All right. Find. There's got to be. There's got to be a link at the. There it is. Ratio bike design. All right. All right. All right. Oh, what? The website does not exist. <laughs> so they're defunct already. It, this is concerning. It doesn't exist. Is that it, website. There's Facebook. A, what I don't is have happening? Facebook. All right, let me try. Let me try. 
Ratiotechnology.com. All right. Try that. Ratio Bike Design does have Facebook. Okay, here we go. Home. Hey, Ratio. Uh, get a better friggin' Earl. Earl. <laughs> Upgrade your Earl. Jesus Christ. All right. Maybe advertise um, your website if you want people to actually go there. So they... It looks like all they make is the 12-speed upgrade kit. All right. I'm not even going to hunt for that website. If they're not going to make it easy to find, then whatever. So a company called Ratio makes this 12-speed adapter conversion <laughs> kit, apparently for $62.12, $65.12. It does. I'm, I might have to... Yeah. You want, I, you want to get one? Do you need one? Do you want one? Well, so I have some builds in mind that were going to require axis components but not anymore which was going to be stupid expensive and also yeah. really cool but stupid expensive and have to recharge it so if i don't have to do that i am pretty intrigued by that i mean um, i like access too but it's freaking expensive as shit honestly what i what i think i would like even better is a one of these 12 speed upgrade kits that lets me run a sram drop bar shifter with a shimano rear mountain derailleur that would be cool um i mean i guess that would be cool <laughs> but i feel like this is more useful for the you masses you know what i mean yes <laughs> so. yes very much you did yeah you didn't sound very convinced there no that's you just want weird stuff sometimes because no weird i just stuff. want the yeah, shimano the mountain thing. bike derailleurs are pretty cool yeah. i like the shimano mountain derailleurs they're actually pretty good oh i wonder if i can switch oh i can't do that i have like um an Altus 3x7 or 3x8. I was thinking about replacing it with an SLX I had, but I'm pretty sure it's not going to cross because one's a road, one's an MTB. Ugh. Why can't they? somebody else make a conversion kit where basically all road brifters and shifters work with? It's called a down tube shifter. Friction shifters. Those work with anything. <sighs> yeah, they're all so dumb looking. <laughs> Sorry, man. All right. Let's... um. That's Sorry. most of our news, right? Yes. Onto onto uh, we want um, to. Um, I I was going to mention. Um, I'm going to be posting some pictures of that 920 build that uh, that I did. Uh, those should be posted probably tomorrow. So by the time you're hearing this, it'll be posted. It's completed. Uh, yeah, it's complete. Oh. It's ready to roll, and honestly, it rides awesome. <laughs> Wait, does it? What kind of tires do you have? Do you have like? Uh, they are Simworks is the company, and it is the Super Yummy. Is it really? It's it's of an awesome it tire. I might have is. to get it for like a bunch of my bikes. I think. What's the tire size in that twenty six? Uh, that one's a twenty six by two point two two. Is the is the width? <laughs> oh, it is two point two two in the website. That's so. But weird. it is it is available as a twenty nine, and I think it. I don't know if it's available as a twenty seven and a half yet. But they just released the 26 like this past year, so it looks sweet. Um, I like it. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so that I'm gonna be posting those pictures. Those should look pretty good. And it has Advent um, on it too, right? Yes. Yeah, I got the Advent on there, which is running pretty smooth. Are you adding any racks um, in or anything? Uh, no, not yet. We it, it kind of depends down the line. We'll see. Just a tool around bike now. Yeah. Yeah. Has it been on a ride yet? Um, just around my parking lot, and yeah, it rode, it rode awesome. So technically, um, yeah. 
Yeah. Do you do you get that feeling when you put a bike together, like you wait for something to like break? So like, um, I take it around my parking lot and be like, okay, let's go back, tighten it stuff. It depends upon the bike. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, it depends upon the bike. I think, like this one, no. I think this one was so, like, kind of simple in a way, and also just so. Yeah. Um, like back to basics. I mean, it's like rim brakes. <laughs> It's mechanical drivetrain, like rigid fork, steel all around. So well, I can't wait to see that thing now. Yeah. Um, Shrek 520. 920. 920. It's an old 920. Don't look. I mean, it's basically it ends up being the same as the new 920, but. Let's see. Somebody else has restored them. Let's see if I have any like finished resto mod. Yeah, I, I, this this is my thing now. Yeah. <laughs> what like resto modding old bikes? Finding old, you know, one I really want to find is um, it's called the Trek STP. Hmm. Let's see. You know, yeah, look that one up, um, because that one is effectively the same as their new Super Caliber, except it was made in two thousand one. Interesting. You seeing that? Yeah, the shock's in a different placement, though. Yeah, but it's it's very much the same idea as far as the amount of travel back there. and. Why can't I get a large photo of it? So I would love... If anyone out there has one of those... Ooh, that thing is sweet, actually. Hit me up. Here's one. Local pickup in Denver from two years ago. $650. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been finding. Sold. is like... Yeah, Georgia from two years ago. and Interesting. Yeah. So basically, yeah. people that have them are going to keep them. It seems that way. Or they're going to break them. I don't know. <laughs> Idiots. I don't, I don't know enough about them to know how well they held up. There's a carbon one. Yeah, I think they uh, Yeah, I think there were some aluminum ones, but most of them were carbon. Interesting. If I remember correctly. Oh, I want one of those now. If I ever see one, I'm buying it for myself. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> Damn it! Hey, thanks for turning me on to these things, buddy. Why would you do that? Because <laughs> it's sweet looking. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically a revised SuperCal, huh? Yeah, it's it's just a, a previous iteration of it, um, very similar to uh, the uh, Salsa Dos Niner, which um, our our bud Tom has. Dos Niner. Yeah, it, they were they were all kind of in that same era of like suspension designs that were not quite suspension and like kind of bouncy yeah a little uh surprised nobody started doing like a seat stay suspension like those things stupid ideas too you know <laughs> but it seems to be coming back to i mean we have iso speed now we have the super caliber now yeah we've definitely come back to it just for a different application yeah i mean is it well some of them yeah a for lot of that like kinda... A lot of that soft rear suspension has gone towards the gravel market. Yeah, I guess that's true too. Um, but yeah, the SuperCal is like, I would I would say that's the exception that that kind of proves the rule. I would love to take one of those and ride around Massasoit. I would as well. Dear Lord. I yes. <laughs> who, who is that? What? On there, what's her face? The blonde chick, Huff. Is she with Trek? <laughs> Her name. They have an <laughs> ad right there. So, nine thousand seventy-nine thousand R's. 
Ours? Rupal. I don't know what the hell it is. Rupals. <laughs> Rupees? What? I think it's what? Ze what VPN are you on right now? Zelda money. I'm on no VPN. That's the weird part. This would be an awesome transition to an ad for a VPN if we were sponsored by a VPN service. Guys, do you want to change where you are online for any legal Do you want reason? to, when you're on a, some sort of retail website online, do you want to see, like, in different prices, in different currencies from across the world? If so, check out our friends at Private Internet Access. They'll hook you up with a good monthly rate or a yearly package all at once. Click on the download now button to install. We actually don't have uh, that yet, so. VPN viruses. I wonder if I get yelled at for doing that where we're actually not sponsored by anyway, like free shout outs. <laughs> right? Um, all right. I don't think so. I mean, I hope not. Um, Anyway, anyway, all right. There's, there's I want a super quick... caliber. Damn it, the ten grand. Yeah, yeah. Also, I need ice. Give me ice. You need ice. I need an ice cube. What? For your apple juice? For my apple juice. That's an odd bottle to be storing apple juice in. I'll tell you that. It keeps it fresher. All right. Actually, I'm gonna get up for a second and get ice. Is it weird? Oh, I can't cut it because it's live. Oh well, you guys have to deal with that. It's gonna be a second. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm doing it. Told you that wasn't long. Right there, kind of. Yeah, we can do like a like an ice break, uh, <laughs> little song interval in yeah, the middle of that. Some songs that say something mention something about ice. Um, so I want to ask you, you uh, last episode you had this note on um, specialized status. Tell tell me what's up. Oh, this is an interesting bike because on paper it looks to be a better deal than say like the Ritmo. Um, but apparently show, it, it, show wasn't, me this. it wasn't released, but then it oh. was released, but then some stores got it and then were told to send them back and not sell it. So, because a couple of weeks ago I heard about it and couldn't believe that there was no basically reviews or anything, no news or how much of pricing or anything. Um, a friend showed it to me and then he started calling around out there to see. And apparently they were shipped some, uh, some of the bikes that they accidentally sold, they were supposed to send back. Um, let's All see. right, I'm gonna I'm gonna post a link to it here because I think I found the one you're talking about. Yes, okay. Is that it? He's got it. Let's see. That was fast, yeah. Copy link roll. Yeah, that that price point of twenty six hundred dollars it looks ridiculous. Um, I mean the Ritmo is great at three thousand, but this is another four hundred dollars less. And I don't know if it's because Specialized is a larger company they can afford to do like their own in-house option. Like, yeah, I'm sure that's part of it. Parts, uh, you know. But let's see. So 160 frame in the, or 160 suspension in the rear. Um, set up standard mullet build, so 29 front, 27.5 rear. Um, yeah. But it's still supposed to be, I guess, for cl climbing or enduro days. You know, I don't know. I probably want a 20 on the rear, but I don't know if it's designed to like go over to that. Um, but yeah, 
thing is sweet. The rear triangle is aluminum, um, which I think that also probably keeps the weight down because it's, I think it's, a, they, it's a, from a rear triangle they already had. So again, it's already designed, it's already built. Um, and I think it's only going to be, wait, is it only going to be alloy? No. Internally routed cables. No, no, uh, yeah, no carbon at all. Not that price point. I don't know why I was even considering that. <laughs> and you can see, I guess, the the aluminum welds. Um, but yeah, I think it's a 160 up front, a 170 travel dropper, and a 420 mil seat tube. It just looks sick. Um, I think they had a 170 fork on this. Let's see. Sorry, 164. It's a Fox 36, although I probably would have so put a, a 38 on it, not going to lie. 160, pl 160 front, 160 rear then? Yeah. I definitely would have put a, either a Zebra or a Fox 38 in that. I mean, what's the difference A couple of at that point when you're looking at a weight of a heavy Enduro aluminum bike, you know? Um, also, their, their size settings are weird. Why do they do that? Yeah. Why? Yeah, so that, that sizing is actually supposed to be... Um, because, yeah, you're looking at the ones that say, like, S1, S2, S3. Mm -hmm. um, that is, I have been told, supposed to be similar to the, um, like, a BMX sizing. Um, uh, which, the, the so the BMX sizes, in general, are, are about reach. Um, so it's supposed to be, because ultimately, with with bikes the the bigger measurement that matters is that reach number yeah um so that's that's kind of what they're trying to emphasize um but in ultimately it just ends up being confusing yeah i think you just go back to stop stop trying to be cool and specialized <laughs> you're trying to like they're trying too hard you know so, so wait so this so this bike just doesn't exist is that what i guess i i mean can you find it for sale anywhere like, apparently no. it's it's supposed to be released um i think november so next month oh okay so it's if anybody else correct me if i'm wrong if anybody's from specializes out there but yeah i guess a couple of examples got sold there's been some reviews um but i haven't really heard much and it blew me away i mean it's an nx eagle setup um it's got code r brakes which are blew me away for that price point like what the hell um i've never used the butchers their own specialized in-house stuff but i've used their other tires and i've had no problems with them um x-fusion manic post hey this one is well. x-fusion again look at that um but yeah apparently it's supposed to be an absolute beast um if anybody's looking for something in the ritmo class of an enduro like kind of all around but maybe a little bit more stream bike i would definitely check that out as soon as you can get your hands on one which is, I don't know, and apparently neither of those specialized. Um, I think it's probably this month or next month. Let's see. Yeah, I'm trying to find a... Um, yeah, the the S sizing is uh, not um, not helpful. It's got an <laughs> S1, S2, S3, S4. I'm like, okay, what does that equate to anything? Yeah, it's like, what? Thanks, guys. <laughs> this is not useful for us plebs. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, some guys, they're talking about they picked some up, and they somebody's bought some here and there, but I don't see any release dates, and that was in, like, July. 
So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see anything. Hey, Specialized, can you clear up some info on this bike maybe? Because <laughs> people are going to want to buy this, I'm going to guess. Also, sponsor us. Somebody sponsor us. Hey, sponsor us and give us information and we'll talk really good about your bikes. I mean, this one looks We're... like it's going to be sick. I don't know. It could suck, but I mean, it doesn't look like it. The HTA is, what, 63.2? Dear Lord. Yeah, this is going to be a ripper and it's cheap and it's going to kill everything in its class, so advertise for this thing and clear it up and sponsor us like our, yeah, said, fig- yeah. figure out what uh shit it is weird to like usually when when it's available as like a um when when it's available as a uh as a press bike like this it's usually been launched and able to be bought so it's yeah, I, th- I mean, I thought there'd be some uh, sort of like media embargo, which is normal. But I mean, the fact that I've seen a couple of reviews on it already, it's kind of confusing, yeah. you know. So I'm like, does this exist or not? Um, it's, it'll be a goddamn crime if they're like, oh, we just don't, we're not releasing it. Bye, sorry. We're not gonna make it. Speaking oh, of which, oh, um, I'd I'd like to show you one of my favorite bikes that never existed. Ugh. Um, what, and it's a concept bike. Um, well, nope. It was a bike that was in the product catalogs and um, just never quite made it to production. Ooh, what is it? Um, let me see if I can find it here. Um, yeah, the pictures of it are pretty bad because it only ever existed in... Um, Fantasy? In, like, little paper catalogs. But I'll send you, I'll send you this. Link it up. Hit me up with the yeah, link this is this is a, actually a similar bike just from a, a bygone era. Holy Earl, Batman! Oh, is that the right one? We're gonna find out. Ready? No, it's definitely not. No, what happened? What did you do? You copy and paste the wrong thing. What what on earth happened? There we go. Let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try this. Take two. There we go. There we go. I think that one will do it. Now this is a trek. Roscoe Elite. Yeah. Zoom. Enhance. 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 So it's basically a hardtail? No, that's not a hardtail. Oh, sorry. It's a full sus. Yeah. Yeah, it's a salsa deadwood. No. I mean, what's the travel in the rear? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure based on... Wait, I, like, I it kind of looks like a very similar... Um, cassette like it, it looks similar to um like an enduro style bike 29er wheels ceramic seven direct mount xd rear driver cassette oh like it has a pretty good yeah, aspect for something that didn't exist what the heck it happened? has a front derailleur on there what do you mean it didn't it doesn't exist it never existed i mean it's right there in front of it yeah that's the only it only ever existed in that catalog <sighs> explain that I I cannot. I, well, I that's have dumb. No, and here's a here's a picture of a prototype, like the real life picture here. Ooh, are you sharing this with our uh, with our buds? Oh yeah, it's going on the screen. The whole screen's being shared via um, OBS, which is then being streamed to YouTube. Nice. Oh, so a white one. Yeah. So that was the uh, the prototype, the prototype one that was out there. 
Um, yeah, I I can't quite tell what it is. Um, Who know anybody from Trek watching this that wants to uh, explain this? I think it's a really fascinating little bike. Oh, what kind of Pringles are those? <laughs> right. <laughs> mm, purple ones, probably good ones. Pur- purple Pringles. Um, I think that's a short stroke in that shock. That can't be much. I I don't know. I think this bike was probably doomed to be obsolete at the time. Um, again, I don't know what it was, but um, like it doesn't have any room for bottle cages. It's true. It's like kind of like a yeah. It's got a decent sized fork on at least a thirty-four inch stanchion or something, you know. Thirty-four inch. Maybe holy. Thir- or so, yeah. <laughs> 32 mil- or 34 millimeter, at least 32 to 34, it looks like, right? I mean, it's they're not tiny, but they're not beefy. Yeah, it is it is hard to tell, and I would love to know more. Great, I would love great to, photo. Who the hell took that? I would that love to hear goddamn... the story about this bike that almost was a thing. On a flip phone, yeah. That's, the only, that's really the only thing that you could find? Truck Roscoe 29er? Yeah, so, so the 2010, there was a Roscoe in 2010, but at that point, it was considered a Gary Fisher. Uh, Send you that one, and this this would have been a t- complete overhaul of that bike. Like they look nothing alike. But I don't know. Let's let's look at what the Roscoe was. Yeah, it doesn't um, look that similar. No, it looks pretty cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Is it going to tell me anything about anything? What year was that supposed to be? 185 mil front rotor. So for back then, that's a pretty that's big front rotor. Pretty big, that's pretty huge. It's like um, downhill territory at that time. They do look pretty big, actually. Now you look at 26 it. by 2.4 inch tires. So they had pretty good width back then. They were like mid-fat, about 26. Yeah, so I think this is in that like kind of Enduro-y realm at the time. R.I.P. that bike. Yeah, I... Uh, it was dead before it existed. Dead, exactly. I, I would, I'm really fascinated by it. Oh, I just had a good joke for that, but it's definitely way too sensitive for YouTube Live, so I'm definitely not going to say that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's one of the de- well, it's one of the divisive topics in this country. Oh dear. Yeah. What wearing a mask? A life that was cut too short, all too soon. That's all I'll say about that. Huh. The Trek Roscoe right. Elite. <laughs> the Trek Roscoe Elite. <laughs> oh man. Uh, anyway, okay. I think that uh, does that cover us for news. Yeah, I think you had. I think I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. So. This is affectionately back. being referred to as the Justice Special. We're going back to bike court for a little bit. Because we had, um, we, we ended up last episode too much getting rage. really fired up. Um, and we didn't have time to get mad about all the things we wanted to get mad about. So we're going to quick fire some, uh, some bike court, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, put on your robes. Put on my fake wig. Put yep your wig. Does that have one of those dumb caps? Yes. Can we like Photoshop those in on you? Like oh, God, that's terrible. But I'll do for it for the yeah. whole for the whole video. Yeah, I, I can do that. I can see if I can. If we should do. Like, if we should do, do that, AR like, right things. Now. You can put like a yeah, helmet. exactly. I mean, it is Zoom, right? 
Yeah. Doesn't it have like backgrounds or something that you can do? I don't know how to like do that yet. Like a room background? We'll have to figure that out. That might be the paid edition. Oh, hey, man. Zoom, sponsor us. <laughs> we get the Here, cool reactions. Stuff. I can do a reaction. Oh, wait, wait. No. Hold on. By court noise. Gavel smash. Uh, Night court theme song. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> or um, one of them. Law and Order. Oh, that would be a good one, yeah. Law and Order theme song. Law and um, Order, huh? Who? That's going to get us copyright striked. Oh, damn it. God damn it. <laughs> I'll cut it out of the podcast. I thought that part matters. All right. Um, um, we'll start the all rage rise. off. Yeah, I'll rise. Court is, uh, what, hereby, hear ye? And hereby, stuff. hear ye, hear ye. Um, okay, so um, I guess we'll start off with the one that we started to get into last episode. Um, and I started yelling. Yeah, we were chatting about um, chain sizing, and we went to Shimano's website um, to look at their manual. And um, here's here's the thing: is when you look at like a like a manual from one company versus another company for their bicycle chains. Um, the measurement of a link is going to vary greatly between all of them. So, um, for instance, let me find define a, a link. Oh my god, I hate that. Yes. So the the definition of a chain link. Can you define what is is like? Give me a friggin' break. Why can't we just be like, hey, a chain link is this, and everyone agrees? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice, huh? Um so for instance, um I'm on SRAM's website right now uh for their eight speed chain. I'm on the pretty, eleven speed chain. Pretty basic chain, right? You scroll down uh chain length links and it says 114 links, 116 links, 120 links, 100 all right, so it comes in a bunch of different lengths. Awesome. That's great. Um now let me see. I can find gotcha. manuals and documents. User manual, cassettes and chains. Let's see. Uh... I'm on the 11-speed one. All right. The 11-speed one might actually be better. See if you can find um, the the part of this manual about sizing the chain. Oh, right here. I had it. Um, no, maybe I didn't. I can't find the English how do I share my screen with you? Damn it. Oh, my goodness. Insulation. Yeah, cassettes, cassettes. I don't care about cassettes. Here we go. Yeah, it's got a whole... Okay, let me link you to it here. There you go. Try that. And then go to, like, page 9 or 10. Yep, I'm on um, MTB chain sizing. Um, so, um, da, 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 da. use a chain breaker. Ridge earlier for MTB. Okay, Tracking. so they're defining for hardtail bicycles add two inner links and two outer links where the chain starts to overlap. All right, so two inner, two outer. So they're defining a link as an inner or an outer. Okay. So, makes sense? Yeah. Kind of? Kind of. Okay. 
Um, let me see if I can find a, a Shimano one now. I think they are sense. trying to define this language here. Um, I think I have the Shimano one. I don't know. See, let's let's try this. Let's try this. This this really comes down to just a a, a limitation on language. Um, Repeat that back to yourself. What? Just say it again. Comes down a to a, what is it? A limitation on language. A limitation on language. Yeah. What do you mean? Like we need new words to describe this? I mean, uh, yeah. We we just it's a limitation on. It's the fact that. Yeah, I don't know. I thought you hated They're, like compliance and adding words. <laughs> yeah. But we're using this one word to refer to two different things. So on, are you on um are you on a Shimano tech doc? Uh yes. Okay. Imagine the chain so. if the inner links and outer links match, set it to a length with two links added. Okay. So it basically tells you if the faces match, count two links this way. If not, count from here two links. Yes. Um But so what's the specific language, I guess, that would be different? Yeah, so here we see plus two links versus uh, plus one link or plus three links. Basically, what you have is there are um, there is documentation out there that's referring to a link as an inner plus an outer, and that's a full link. Oh, that's weird. Why? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, valid answer. So when you do it, what do you what what do you do then? How's that? Well, so a ultimately, a, a link is the in, the basically the the face closed face head plus to the basically closed head to me. I guess that's a link. So it's 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 so that ultimately is actually half a link. Interesting. Cuz that's just a set of outer plates. So the full link is actually outer plate outer plate and then inner plate. Outer plate inner plate. Yes. Okay. That's that is when when you think about the actual um, Oh, that's an actual link. The actual anatomy of a chain, that is an actual link. Okay. But it complicates things because these companies that for instance, I, I'm pretty sure I, I can't find it right now, but I'm pretty sure Shimano does define that as a link. Um, these companies are also just using like the inner, like like the standard definition of a link too, where we where we de describe a link as just a set of inner plates or just a set of outer plates. Oh God, did anybody here listen to this conversation we just had? <laughs> This is why we need some sort of kind of like general standardization, I think. In yes. So, so what, what that comes down to, interestingly enough, is when you start yeah. buying chains, yeah. like next time you buy a chain, look at the number of links it says are on it. Because sometimes like, okay, so you'll look at a, a SRAM chain. Most of the SRAM chains are going to say 114 links. Okay, cool. Um, but for that same chain, some companies are going to say 52 links or no, six, 114 114 will be 57 links, right? Um, let's see. Let's see what. Um, let's see what KMC is saying. 
Excellent. And how they're describing their links. So I have a KMC X11 here. What what do we got? Website's slow today. Or I guess my internet's slow. Let's see. 118 links. Okay, so that's that's still squaring with the same like link logic link logic. All right. Um, let me see. Let me see what I can find here. Stretch proof treatment. I don't buy it. Stretch proof. I don't buy it. It is a pretty chain. I'll give you that. <laughs> Looks nice and shiny. Looks nice and shiny. Oh, I'm worried about cutting the link too short, though. Anyway, let's get to the other one. Let's see what the other ones say. Like, um... Yeah, what other chain brands we got out there? Let's see. Shimano 11 speed. Let's see how many links this is. So it could be that these days, I I remember even like two years ago, I was seeing that like 54 link nonsense out there. Shimano um, 11 speed is 126 links. Okay, cool. All right, let me see. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm complaining about a non-issue now. We'll do GX Eagles for the heck of it. GX Eagle, how many links? How many links does it take? 104. No. 126 links. Yeah. Surround 126 too. So I guess Shimano's uh, KMC is the other one out. No, they they were both the same, right? Let's see. Shimano is 126. Shram is 126. KMC is 118. Yeah, so that's just a difference in, in actual Chain length. length they give you. But it looks like they're using the same notation. So this one says, on SRAM's website, it says chain length links, 114 links slash 120 links. Is that basically depending well, I think, on I think that's ways? just because you can buy two different lengths. Oh, God. I hate this. <laughs> this is why you're on goddamn fucking bike court right now. This is ridiculous. We're not... This isn't even, like... We, I think we're pretty much absolving you of the guilt of um, what I wanted to put you on trial for right now. <laughs> You're actually proving the opposite point. All right, so let's get into you. You were getting mad about something else about chains. Oh, how dumb pins are. Like, let's see. Let's, let's, <laughs> how Like, all right. Not, I guess not stupid in the fact that, yeah, technically it works, and it's probably great, but we've, we have power links now, and they're so much better that... It just pins are stupid, and it's just weird that they're still doing them. All but right, who's who's still doing them? Shimano, at least, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, is Shimano the only one? I'm going to guess now by that tone. Uh, no. No. So Shimano, at least for their 11 speed chains, has started doing quick links. Oh, okay. Yes. And Sh uh, SRAM has what power master links? Power what are they call? SRAM SRAM has yes quick links as well. Quick links. Um, there is one company out there that I don't think does quick links on any of their chains um, and that is correct me if I'm wrong folks but um, um, I believe Camp and YOLO still does YOLO. not do 
any quick links. Yeah, Campy does know. I mean, they just released a gravel group set like what this month. So, and they're... I'm pretty sure that still uses a pin. Yeah, yeah. See, they're probably behind a little bit. The curve. And I will say this: um, at least the Shimano pin works. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Although it's weird when you break it off the first time. You're like, did I just break something? But it's designed that way, I guess, you know? Yeah. There's something satisfying about breaking off that end of the pin there. I'll give you that. But there's also something cringy because it's, when it's, it's in there, you're... Oh, God. You know, like you can't just easily take it out. you got to use more yes. new of them. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's another thing is the reusability factor. That's why the power link is way better. Well, Immediately. So most, most of the SRAM power links, I think, actually say that you're only supposed to use them once. Well, this KMC one says it's reusable. Yes. One time. So, yeah, there you go. Yes. The KMC ones, <laughs> I believe, brand is reusable, but the SRAM and Shimano ones, in most cases, unless they have other ones that I haven't seen out there, um, are, are branded one as one, one time use. Yeah. That is why I, I do tape one to my brake line or my shift line on my Ritmo. Yeah. Just yeah, to, just have to keep it with you at all times. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've heard. People say that they've basically made a, a chain out of power links when they need it. Out of quick ago. links only. Yeah, uh, <laughs> quick links only. Um, but yeah, and that tool is way easier to use too. I mean, sure, the push pin tool is pretty straightforward, but it's just like if you get it ever so slightly not lined up, you're going to bend one of the outer plates and you're screwed because yes. the chain's screwed yeah. basically. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just an added complication at this point. Like the technology exists to make those quick links, so yeah. why not make them? <laughs> I can. I'm looking at my chain now, and you can see it. I can see it sagging, so it needs to be done. I'm just lazy. Um. So yeah, that's gonna be nerve wracking. There's gonna be some anxiety involved. Because <laughs> I'm almost. Is that on? That's the Shimano one. Yeah, the Shimano. Just, just buy a Quick Link for it. I, oh, I have one. Oh, see, there you go. I guess I could Fine. just use a Quick Link in place of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then I have to size it correctly still, and I because I don't think it's size right. It's got like a sag. Gonna get droop. Yeah. Well, you can also check your B tension, your B limit. Oh God. <laughs> you know how many times I've done that? I feel like. <laughs> I don't know how the front derailleur works anymore. I feel like I've read and went over it like thirty times, and now nothing makes sense, and everything looks like up, and all the words look the same. You know. All of them are the high limit. Was that just me? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. So yeah, maybe one day when I figure that out, I guess. Um, hey, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna revisit news for a minute here. Okay. I don't know if we, I don't know if I've discussed this with you, and I don't know if we've discussed it here. Um, there's a company that started doing um, a um, uh, a pressurized bike frame. Did we chat about that? Oh yeah. Did we chat about it on here? No. Yeah, let me. Uh... All right, so let's. We should. So we'll, we'll save this. Let's get back to. We'll do bike court, but we'll save this for later. How's that? Yes, we have. Don't forget. Don't worry. We still have some quick fire bike courts. Uh, I think on those ones, chain links. You managed to kind of just squeak you by. Squirted by, you lucky bastard. It's like you've changed your language over the last few years. Yeah. Um, pins. Uh, if you're using pins, you have not squeaked by. You're in. You're Pin. in big doo doo, especially with Ed. Pins can go to hell. Go to hell. Go to hell. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. All right. So this is, um, oh, what is this thing called? What, what is, what is this bike called? What bike? Oh, this was at Eurobike. No, oh. there's one, 
there's one that was just made. Um, uh, Choka. I think it's called Choka. Well, that sounds stupid, Choka. right? I mean, Jesus, what a horrible name. Yeah, Choka? October 2020. Hey, leave him alone. Choka. Let me... Uh, Don't make me type Choka then into Google. <laughs> Just can you like me? <laughs> <laughs> That's one misspelled yeah. letter away from some shit I don't want. <laughs> right, let's see. There you go. It's a, it's a neat little system. So basically, they just made an airtight bike frame um, so that you can, before you go out on your ride, you pump up your bike frame. How dumb does that sound, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's no dumber than pumping up your seat post. Get a top, <laughs> been, get a top been, off my bike. We've been doing that for, for 15, 20 years now. All right. So what's the point of pressurizing the frame? Just so you can have All right, the internal... So it's, it's basically like instead of having to carry a frame pump or a um, a CO2, your frame is the pump. Um, what happens when you send the shit out of it and crack your frame? Is it like pressurized bomb? That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, it probably leaks out, and that's not, it's like nothing happens probably. Yeah, I don't. I... It'd be so much cooler if you're riding like a. F- like <laughs> just exploded. a no weapon. You know I've I mean? always wanted someone to fill up their bicycle tires with pure hydrogen. Just <laughs> they, to they, see. They don't float. They won't float. <laughs> no, not helium. Hydrogen. Imagine shrouping over some rocks like with some aluminum On rims. Hydrogen. Aluminum rims so you can scrape and it makes sparks and then blows <laughs> up the rear. <laughs> that would be hilarious to watch. Probably not the safest thing to do. If someone out there, I'm not telling kids to do this. I'm not telling adults to do this either. No, I'm not telling anyone to do this. But if you like even just make like a robot ride it to its demise, I I would pay to watch that. Even a robot, huh? Yeah, they're going to kill you in the robot wars just for saying that shit. Yeah, it's, they already have. I love our new robot overlords. Don't kill me <laughs> in the future. Axis and DI2. So you're basically making... I wonder if you can use it to set... If you can pump it up enough where you can set a bead with it, your own bike frame. I think you can. Um, <laughs> it looks like max is 175 PSI. So yeah, that's a that's a, that's a a mini compressor there. Now what does... Does Choka make any other bikes? France. Oh. Hermetically welded. <laughs> oh. It's hermetically welded. Doesn't that just mean that it's airtight? I guess. Right. Twenty-seven by five by two point eight, or seven hundred by forty-five C. It'd be cool if it was automatic and like it as soon as it went down, it just kept refilling it. That would also be a billion dollars. Yeah. Wait. How? Like an onboard system, you can just air up with some buttons on your bars or air down. Like a Hummer H1. So here's here's another one that I have. Um, let me see if I can find this. Don't lose your anger for bike court. Oh, no, I have plenty of anger. Right. Um, tire inflating bike hub. That just sounds heavy. Yeah, it it does look heavy. Here's here's another one for us to discuss. I don't want heavy stuff. 
The bugs already have your net. The white crow hub. So it's it's a hub that is obviously in the middle of your wheel and it's wired on either side to the uh to the tire, I believe. I hate that yes. article no friggin' name. Oh all right, I see. That's sick. Yeah. Um Oh, cool. Uh, incorporates a variation on a vane pump, which uses the rotary motion of the wheel to draw in air. You're basically giving your wheels airbags, like a car. Um, users start by so there there are two chambers inside the tire, I think. Yeah. Um. Main chamber, lower pressure. Oh, I see that's there's a main chamber and an outer chamber, and each of the hoses go to a different one. Yeah, and so you can kind of alternate like your main tire pressure. Um, so the, the use that it was mostly pitched for was like fat bike stuff. So really. the air down and the air back up. Yeah. Yeah. So like you come onto some like really soft snow, you air way down and then you air back up and whatever. Um, and then, um, what I thought it was really cool for, for my uses was I did a lot of like commuting to a mountain bike trail on like my cross bike. Yeah. So you could have it up at road bike pressure and then you air it down when you're getting into the woods and then you air it back up when you're ready to leave. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, trails. yeah um, that's a basically an on-demand. Yeah, exactly. But it's expensive. Yeah. Um, not um, not practical, like in any sense of the word. No, never. Um, why? Where are you seeing the price? It's like 500, I think 500. Oh, that's not bad. Each? Front and rear. Yeah, that's fair. Right, it's but it's the, only. I think it's only being a front hub is on is said to be on the way. They don't even care about it. No, because I mean the rear hub is the more expensive one, right? Yeah, so. yeah. The front nobody gives a shit about front hubs or what you have. No, front hub. It just. It but it's it's basically like having uh, it's it's similar to having like a dynamo hub, and dynamo hubs are like three or four hundred dollars. They have a rear dynamo hub too. Uh, I. Haven't seen any rear ones, no. It's kind of weird because, I mean, I need a rear light too, right? Yeah, but you can just run them off that same hub. The front? Yeah. Oh, so the wire goes back all the way back there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it drops down uh, power. Okay, all right. Interesting. Um, yeah. And the, the thought there is that it's much easier to pack that stuff into a front hub and keep it fairly light. And not have to add that complication of the the drivetrain to it. Because I mean, that already does basically nothing. The rear is already busy. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was um, an interesting pressure. Anyway, detour. yeah. Yes, that was a little a good little tangent. Um, shall we head back into the courtroom? Oh, we're we're stepping back in. That was just a bike. okay. Which one you want to uh, bike sizing? Open the door. Uh, all rise, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, put on your wigs. Um, yeah, so let's get into sizing, shall we? Um, <laughs> so um, I think I think you know what I mean by this, Ed. Oh. What's what's your experience with bike sizing? Bike sizing is literally all over the goddamn place. There's no. I mean, I guess it depends on discipline too, because you have different sizing standards. Oh, I know a perfect example for this. S1, S2, S3, S4, S5, that nonsense. That's 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 like a subset. I mean, you have like you basically have to, you have a set standard range, standard deviation of like sizings for like gravel bikes, hardtails, full suspensions, 
XC bikes, enduro bikes, you know? So there's different sizing standards that are in between each one, but in between each factor, is, I mean, a subset is not any set in stone standards. So sizes within those, dis- like those different discipline, like bikes can vary so friggin' much that it's ridiculous, dude. I'll tell you what, um, what Trek was doing for a while that actually made people kind of mad um, on their full suspension bikes because a lot of their mountain bikes had like just obviously different geometries than hardtails. Yeah. They would have two sizes on every bike. Why? They, they would have a, a label that had two sizes and they would have an actual size and a virtual size. And yeah. they would they would differ by about an inch. And they the the thought was it was because the just the 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 seat tube was curved or um so so you would have like a like an effective size and an actual size of that seat tube now what um, was the reasoning behind that well it's it it was trying to just be like a more transparent way of dealing with size like this is but actually what it just it would be you know exactly ultimately it just led to more confusion cuz people weren't getting that technical about like why there were two sizes they were just like why are there two sizes <sighs> like why would why would i buy a bike that's virtually my size instead of actually my size well just because obviously <laughs> just... so they stopped doing that <laughs> yeah uh, that, uh, but now we have specialized doing something different too yes and so nobody else is doing that what they're doing that's you know? part of it that's part of the problem the other part of the problem is, I don't know how true this is, but they all seem to be measuring different things. Where oh when oh so example um well re- so reach from from stem yes, to whatever there, you know there is some discrepancy with some companies will publish a a top tube size versus a seat tube size. So a seat tube size might be nineteen inches. A top tube size might be twenty inches. Right, so there's a there is a slight discrepancy there. More though, I think um, someone's just using a bad ruler. <laughs> really? Because I I don't know how else to say it, or or what else could be going on. Are there any I mean, websites the other... that compare like frame sizes and overlay? Like yes. Like oh, he, yes. Okay. Have 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 I shown you this website? Are you like leading me into? Was that a leading question? Maybe I, I might have seen the website, but I forget. <laughs> okay, it's called 99 Spokes. Oh, yes, I think you did tell me this. Oh, okay. <laughs> go, oh. To, go to that right now. This is an awesome little website. Um, so one of my... Um, one of my uh, oh, bikes you... that I had an issue with here was uh, my Surly that I got. I got a fat bike. Um, and then let me compare it to a, oh, this is cool. You can pick bikes and it shows you what's better. Yeah. It compares everything about them. Um, so. That's sick. Well, checkpoint ALR five is actually fairly light. Damn. Wow, this website is pretty amazing, actually. Very in-depth. Wow. Add custom bike. 
So it'll give you it'll give you the top tube lengths and everything, and it'll kind of put them side by side for you. Um, the other issue that we run into here is for a while, again, for instance, Trek was publishing 17 and a half inch frame, 19 and a half inch frame, 21 and a half inch frame. So you had an inch size to compare, right? Yeah. And you still see that in road bikes in most cases where it's 56 centimeter, 58 centimeter, 54 centimeter. Um, but now, at least on the mountain bike and hybrid side of things, a lot of them are just saying small, medium, large, extra large, extra small, right? That seems to be all it is, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's like going to a shoe store and just buying a medium shoe for yourself in some cases. <laughs> Instead of like your like, actual size of like a, a nine point something or something, yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't get that specific in, in a lot of these, um, which which is why test riding a bike these days can be pretty darn important. I kind of realize that because I think mine is definitely on a larger size of large and I definitely would have got a 54 or a 50, the one step down instead of a 56. Yeah, exactly. And that's even, so, so your bike, was that labeled as a, as a large or was it labeled as a 58? A large would have been, if uh, it was labeled as large. Okay. So it didn't have a, like a centimeter sizing. It has it large, but then it says under it's, 56 but they, okay. they jump between i think 53 56 50 so so like incremental you know yes yep um but at least they have that centimeter sizing right yeah but even when you have that centimeter sizing there can be such a broad difference there i know um i have gone from a 58 on a trek to a 58 on like a specialized and that 58 on the specialized was way too big for me yeah um the 58 on the trek and i know people still say that 58 is too big for me but that's what i ride um that 58 on the trek feels awesome to me and then uh, yeah, 58, exactly. on a 58 on a cannondale is way way too big um that's so, so they all have weird. these yeah yeah you know what else is fit actually amazingly well was i think it was your is it your fargo the Fargo, yeah, that's a large. That felt better than basically anything I'd ever used before. It was amazing. Well, that's because it's a Fargo. I mean, yeah, but I mean, the fit, <laughs> you know? It was a relatively taller stack height, too, but it was nice. Oh, you know? huge stack. Yeah. Enormous stack. And that's the other part of, like, comparing these bikes is there's so many different ideas of geometry going yeah. into them, yeah. which is why, ultimately... Um, you you end up needing to look at the like the full geometry spec for a bike to actually know like what size you should be on, and you need in many cases to do like a fit so that you can. I need to get one done out. sometime at some point. Just to, it never happened done, you know. Yeah, so you can figure out what is actually so. Basically, you're just paying someone to demystify this whole like world of weird bike sizing yeah you, i like how you put it nicely sense. you know <laughs> shitty and annoying bike sizing yeah oh man this, anyway this website is amazing by the way go check out 99 spokes you can play around yes. with it I'm awesome just... awesome little website for like they have pretty much whatever there are a few little gaps in their data um here and there that i found but yeah. um it's awesome to see those little overlays that they give you it's um absolutely yeah, this is great. It's awesome little uh comparisons. I'll be playing with this literally the entire rest of the night. Um, yes. <laughs> so I'm still pissed at bike sizing though. 
because this website oh, yeah. is awesome, but to hell with you guys for this. Yes, that, that website helps a lot. Yeah. Um, but yes, I think uh, final verdict on that. Um, all uh, bike companies guilty as hell. Guilty as goddamn eternal sin. guiltiness for damn to sponsor um, us. Just all use the same ruler. Oh, please. Like, you know how there's like there's that like kilogram block in France. Yeah. That what? all other kilograms are measured by. Yeah. There should be like a ruler or like a, one frame for bikes. One frame to rule them all. Yes, that the is like the them. medium frame. And all medium frames are judged off of that frame. Uh, it would probably be camping uh, Bianchi that would try to claim it or something. Oh, no. One, the perfect frame. You know what I mean? And it would be like, like if you don't quite make that medium size, then you're like a medium and a half or something. M- M.5. Oh, M- don't give anybody any goddamn ideas, please. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh, that would suck. Uh, oh, did you want to do, do have some rage for bike and tire, uh, wheel and tire sizes? Oh, this is one of my favorites. Is it? Though? I love this one. This one, and a lot of people already know this, but I, I just love getting into this because it's it doesn't make any sense, and it's the perfect little like microcosm and um, summation for the entire industry for things like this. Um, so we. We think about like wheel and tire sizes, right? And we've got a bunch of them. Okay, we can start way back uh, with our 26-inch wheel sizes when Schwinn was a huge company, right? And uh, Schwinn decided that just a normal 26-inch wasn't good enough, so they started making their own 26-inch tire sizes. <laughs> um, they were all still 20, quote unquote, 26-inch tires, but they were S5, I think there's S6 and S7, and obviously there, I think there's an S1, S2, S3, S4 as well. Um, and these tires are all just like slightly different sizes so that none of them fit on the same rims. Are you serious? Yes. Who, who did this, Schwinn? Schwinn. <laughs> um, and yeah, none of them are... Actually, I think a few, like S1 and S2 might be, I'd have to refresh myself on exactly what some of those sizes are, but they are all different sizes. Oh my God, what a uh, friggin' nightmare. They're all like not quite 26, but they're pretty close to 26, but not quite 26. It sounds so dumb. It is. So obviously they're not doing that anymore. Not ending quickly. Well, yeah, because oh. Schwinn isn't isn't really a company anymore. Schwinn made S two is heavyweight, S seven middleweight, S five five speed tourist style lightweights, S six road bikes, twenty six. Yeah, so they they had a tire for each bike that they made. Oh, and they were all different sizes. I mean, oh, that makes sense. Like, well, kind of in a way. It's dumb, yeah. but I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Not very convincing. Yeah. All right. So fast forward. A little bit and we get um so we've got 26 inch wheels and then we have 27 inch wheels on road bikes and then um we have um a thing called um 700c come along now 700c is gonna become our our road bike size um, but at the same time, we want to introduce a smaller road bike size for smaller riders. So that one we're going to call 650C. You with me so far? Oh, yeah. 
Okay, so 650C is going to be for our smaller riders and on, like, tri-bikes and stuff. Cool. The, the 650C is the equivalent of, like, uh, 26 by, like, 1 inch, basically. Yeah, okay. All right. So we have our 700C, which is also in the U- in the U.S., when 700C is first released, being referred to as a 28-inch. Okay? All right. So 700C is the same as a 28-inch. Then you compare it to a 27-inch, which is the old road bike size. Um, unfortunately, 27-inch wheels are bigger than the 700C okay. wheel. So a 27-inch is bigger than a 28-inch. Okay. Following? No. Yep. <laughs> um, interestingly enough, that 700C wheel size is the same ERD or effective rim diameter um, or like uh, like ISO ISO size like standardized metric size and diameter as a 29er. Huh. Uh-huh. So that means that our 27-inch wheel size, our old road bike wheel size, 27 inches, is bigger than our 28 and 29-inch wheels, which are the same as a 700C. All right, so it's basically from where they're measuring, where the different people are measuring from. Yes. Oh, this is dumb. <laughs> my my head hurts listening to this shit. Then we introduced 650B, of course, which is not the same as 650C. <laughs> it's bigger, right? I mean, it's the it's, wider 21, 2.1 well, plus, right? Well, B stands for bigger, right? I don't know. What the hell do I know? What the hell does C stand for? <laughs> chiller, uh, the chiller one. Like, what is that? Classy, what is, cruiser. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Why the hell is that even there? So, what so the B really means? Bigger? No, I don't think so. That's what I don't get. Although that would be funny. <laughs> you, th- you think it'd be like 650D, the one after, you know? Yeah. Whatever, I guess. Yeah, somebody explain that shit to me, too. Let's let's look it up. What is the what is the B? What does the B in 650B mean? The C means nothing in 700C. It does not fan centimeters. A was originally a tire about 30 millimeters wide, so the 650A rim is pretty large. Oh, this is an A now, too. The absence of a letter indicated a narrow tire. A, B, and C indicated increasingly wider tires. But oh. that doesn't make sense because, because 650B comes, bef- comes before C and 700C. <sighs> and we're, you know what's really effed up is that all the companies are perpetuating this stupid shit that nobody even knows anymore, and it's just a random size. So now... Yeah. The 29er wheels I'm getting are 700 by 43, but they're actually 700 by 40. God damn it. That's another thing is that it also changes the width mounted width of the tire after it's inflated and mounted if the inner rim is a different, a smaller or wider. So it can even be different yes. widths too. Yes. And <sighs> all of these companies are using a different rim to measure on, right? Again, idiots. Or a different, Can even a different, like the same one, or just give the same a different mold size. So, when you see a twenty-eight millimeter tire from one company, that could be the equivalent of a twenty-five millimeter tire from another company. Yeah, that's never going to be standardized. No, it's just infuriating. I guess it's just we can be angry and sentence them to hell, but it's never going to change. I guess. Damn. Yeah. So as usual, <laughs> I think we have found that most of our um, little will not be mini resolved. mini bike courts will not be resolved and come down to the frustration of a million different 
quote unquote standards, quote unquote, um, quote unquote um, that are just all over the place. Which so uh, sentenced. We sentenced. actually were sentenced to hell, actually, because we're yeah, dealing we, with this shit forever. Yeah. So, God damn it. Well, yeah. I'm you, pissed again. You had a. It, uh, well, you had a note that'll that'll make you happy, I think, down here. Oh, about a certain. Um... I did have a note that I missed it, but I guess we'll, go, we'll suck around. So we're, we're done with bike heart, but um, Triflow, that little um, lubricant. Goddamn amazing! I had um, tell goddamn Shram again for making non-serviceable levers and their low-end friggin' guide brakes because I can't pull mine apart on the lever to grease it. Um, so I just shot a bunch of Triflow in there and squeezed it a bunch of times and hoped it didn't get out of anything else. Um, and it didn't break or any weight or anything. And it seems to have worked. It doesn't squeak anymore. That's all I really cared about. And nothing seems to have catastrophically exploded or broken. Yeah. Triflow is great for like, it says superior like, on it. It does. Cause it is. <laughs> so, I mean, how can it be bad? You know, it's, it's great for like little annoying squeaks. Like in your brake levers, or um, on your saddle rails, or like on your like your derailleur pivots, if those are like squeaking or something, or like um, like cable, if your cable is rubbing on um, on something and squeaking, um, awesome for that. Squeaky door hinges, awesome. Uh, yeah, skip the WD because WD forty is actually water displacement forty. I mean, it, people use it as a lubricant, but I think it's a misnomer. Um, yes. Triflow uh, penetrates and protects like a like a good lover in a relationship. Oh yeah. Oh dear. Oh yeah. Uh, are we allowed to <laughs> say I that mean, on? I did YouTube? say on live that we weren't for kids. Does that count? I guess. <laughs> there wasn't any bad words. I guess. I don't know that. I okay. <laughs> so yeah, go get Triflow. Triflow. Oh jeez. Spon- sponsor us. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, um, I will say I have tried to use it as a chain lube and I know there are people out there who use it as a chain lube. Uh, try this. no, I, I used it as a chain lube at a pinch. Um, but it's in, in my experience anyway, it was way too light. It just wicked right off the chain. Instantly just came, came off pretty much. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's go to another, let's open another bag here. What do you use for bike lube? Oh, Cause I'm messing around between finish line dry. Um, Pedro's, dry pages enduro and i'm looking at the wd-40 bike dry loop here all right i don't know what i should keep why should i care yeah i mean i think i think people find one that works for their scenario right and one that works for their riding um i know a lot of people i think the one that i've heard best reviewed ever is um dumont tech um original formula chain lube and they do have a wet lube too um but the demand tech stuff i think is the most like um consistently well-reviewed chain lube out there Ooh, it looks cool they have a picture of a spaceship car on their website <laughs> let's see pro x pro x lubricants nice so that's your recommended i think that that's the one that i have heard the most like I've never heard anyone say that it's a bad chain lube. Interesting. Have you he- ever heard about the graphene chain lube? I have heard of it. Yes. Oh my god! I want to. Don't even that. get me started on like molten, like uh, I like the, try it so bad. The chain wax stuff, though. Why? That's cool. And colors are awesome. Is it bad? Okay, for the, the chains? colors are cool. Yes. Is it bad for the chains? 
No, but some of the some of the like melted wax and like applications are just dumb. In my opinion, too much effort to go for for uh, a consumable item. It looks amazing though. Yeah, those you just like just kind of like the colored ones that you're talking about you just kind of like slide on there though right yeah yeah that's not bad yeah but it'll come off and like well, i guess yeah I'd, I'd rather have this baller black graphene stuff for 145 dollars for a oh my point, goodness 4.7 ounces of it Oof. however but it's supposed to be claimed to have three to ten watt savings over other loops and Ooh. up to an 80, 1800 kilometer on a single All right, do, application do the math for me what's the what's the dollar per watt on that Oh, what do you mean? Dollar like, per watt. you said it's like one hundred and forty-five dollars for that. One forty-five for that four-ounce bottle. Four point seven ounces, yeah. Okay, so, so how many how many ounces would you say you use 30, per chain lube? Thirty-one dollars an ounce, but they also sell point four seven ounce bottles <laughs> for fifteen bucks. So I'm guessing you probably is that need, a single use? Yeah, I think so. Right. It okay, so that's. That's fifteen bucks yeah. for for up to ten watts. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that's, exactly. That's a buck fifty a watt. That's not bad. I guess it's easier than losing weight, <laughs> right? I mean, what that's counts too in wattage, right? Yes. <laughs> so I mean, I guess just pay dollar fifty and you'll save ten watts. Just pay it fifteen bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty. That's a smoking friggin' deal. That's a smoking deal. Right? Oh, man. 10 watch efficiency. And, look at that, 1,800 kilometer on the single applications. So basically a single... Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's like whatever non-moon well, I mean, you should you should pretty much be replacing your chain at the end of that. I mean, you think? Eight, what's, how many cams is that? I mean, how I many mean, miles is that? 1,118 miles? Yeah, it's like chain replacement, right? Yeah, that should be like around a thousand to twelve hundred, right? Do you rotate yours out at all? What my chains? Yeah. Rotate them? Like do you have two? Do you keep in rotation? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. When it's time to replace the chain, I replace the chain. <laughs> <laughs> That's gone. I've heard people do it the other way too. So basically, I had two for a while, but I was too lazy to switch it out. And I, yeah, I haven't been back to it now, but I just had it because it was an old one. I was like, "Oh, let's try this," and I kind of never. Yeah, did. that's really. I I just am too lazy for that. Yikes! All right, so I think we've covered. Do you have anything else you'd like to chat about? Not specifically right now. Also, right. that was an hour and twenty-two minutes. Holy crap! Okay. I I do want to chat about one one last thing here. Oh yeah, let's do it. Um, I. I would like to chat about just like, and I know people are just going to like turn this off. Oh, they already turned it off a long time ago, my friend. That's true. If for that <laughs> no, one no guy fear. that's still here, let's see somebody for that one guy there actually is um, one concurrent viewer. So are you, is that just you? No. Oh, it's possible. Oh, <laughs> um, I, I want to chat about like activism in a way. What's activism? Um, Let's get a definition. A definition? Activism. There we go. Are you writing like a school book report on activism? <laughs> I might be. Okay. What's the definition? The policy or action of using vigorous campaigning. Vigorous. Oh. To bring about political or social change. I don't like that. Never mind. Not <laughs> activism. <laughs> anyway, so activism. It's an, it's an important topic to you. Yes. So... Um, 
I had an experience with one of my riding buddies a few weeks ago now, and we were just kind of riding around, and um, you don't say you were riding around with your riding buddy, huh? Yes. <laughs> so so we were riding around, and um, we ended up um, coming across like basically someone has been starting to block off trails that we're pretty sure are supposed to be accessible. All right. Uh, like they're on, they're on the map of this place, et cetera, et cetera. The, my, the, my property, this is my property crew. Yes. Um, and we also in this same area, there's, um, there's a fair amount of, um, like trails and bridges and stuff that are, that, that have fallen into this disrepair. Okay. Um, and so the line that he used at me is like, oh, this is a shame because there aren't enough people using these trails for anyone to care about this. And my response to that was like, you're using it. <laughs> so like, <laughs> you, activate, you, have to, you, you have to care. You activist, activism? You activism? Yeah. Um, so that was kind of my, my takeaway from that is like, if you see that issue, you need to try to get out there, whether that's even just like sending an email to the town, calling up someone at the town, whoever manages that land, trying to get more information. And it, it, it could only take like you to kind of like get the ball rolling on that stuff, get people to care. Would anybody like Imba or Nemba have resources for something like that? Yeah, there are all sorts of activities all sorts of organizations for that there's um this happens to be on um some land that i think is co-managed by um bay circuit trail um so that that was my that was one of my things just figure out whoever manages the land contact any organizations in your area that might help um but like i hate to be like get out and vote but like get out and vote on your trail <laughs> Yeah, I guess if um, I guess if he's like in a roundabout way, he's basically saying like, don't wonder, wait for somebody else to do it because that somebody else is you. If you're asking, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. What get? Don't be, don't be freaking lazy. Like, you know? Yeah. If, well, if everyone's, it? It, I don't think it's laziness. I think um, it's very easy to be defeatist. Or so, that, or somebody else is probably doing it. You know? Yeah. I'll admit I'm straight up lazy. So <laughs> I mean, that's probably my sin. Um. Because I definitely remembered going places and be like, "Why the hell didn't somebody take care of this?" And I'm like, "Well, shit, I could guess I'm that I'm somebody." Yeah. Or like, "Why didn't somebody clean these trails?" And I'm like, oh, "Damn it, I should clean these trails because I'm somebody," you know. So I always and forget that it, it falls on us be... sometimes to kind of you know advocate for yeah. ourselves. You don't have to be dedicating your life to it, but like, you can do if if you see something that you don't like, say something or do something about it. And that being said, the people that do do stuff about it and the people that actually are activists for the sport or get out there and do trail days and trail maintenance, freaking gracias. Thank you, guys. You guys are actually the trail elves that keep this stuff going. So um, it doesn't go unappreciated, I guess, even you know, on my end, you know? But, Ed. But. You're, I'm putting you on mini bike court God. to get out and do stuff. God damn it. I don't have to go cut stuff. I did cut stuff once. You did. It was great. Yeah, it was a great time. <laughs> I still like I I didn't cut myself with my saw. 
That's that's awesome. I would take that more often if I could strap that to my bike. Yeah. I just don't want to wear a freaking backpack. I don't want to get sweaty. It's gross. And I'm all s- disgusting and like, <laughs> ugh. 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 All right. Well, this I was, think, um, uh, yeah. This was good. Um, let's do another one soon again. How's that? Yeah. Try to get them on like a more recurring basis um, and not months apart. Yes, um, get back into our groove. And since this was live, let's just I'll probably just release this quickly. I'll probably release it tomorrow as a podcast and um Nice. It's uploaded now, so I don't know how that YouTube crap works. Sorry, YouTube crap. <laughs> I mean I like you guys. Yeah, great. Um so yeah. Uh thanks for taking the time. I know it's like a Monday at like, you know, eight o'clock, but thanks, man. I appreciate it. That was a good one. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Um I guess we'll cue outro music because we're keeping the same one on the podcast, but nobody on YouTube gets to hear it, but you might know. If not, you're not missing much. Um, but yeah, cue outro. <laughs>